Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Rendell, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw Brief. It's Monday, so we're going to try to keep this one brief today, but probably not going to happen because we've got like, lawsuits to talk about. There's so, uh, anyways, before we get there, Larson, uh, let's ask the nice people to click that like button. Let's get us to 600 likes. What's in the news? What's in the news? We'll, we'll start with the briefer story because the next one is going to take some time to, to really delve into. Uh, but first, according to Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer, USA Network, none too happy with Vince McMahon's decision. To let go of Paul Heyman as executive director of Raw, as we had to say on the re- most recent episode of Wrestling Observer Radio, transcripts via our good friendos, Cultaholic. That's what Dave had to say. Quote, I know USA were actually unhappy with the change. Very unhappy, by the way. Ooh. I don't think they that they were happy with the ratings. They understood the ratings. I mean, they were told a long time ago that this is a rebuilding period, and it was going to take time, and they understood it. So wow. it sounds like USA... Uh, uh, understood the situation, circumstances uh, that exist now in relation to uh, wrestling and how that might affect the ratings. Uh, by that, I mean empty arena era stuff. They were um, the understanding that there was going to be a bit of a rebuild. Ratings would take a hit. But the idea, of course, is you rebuild, ratings take a hit short term so that they hopefully grow long term. Um, and uh, I guess the hope is. I mean, obviously, this isn't the first time Vince has upset his broadcast partners. He's got a relatively long history of doing that. Most recently, when they uh, uh, divided up the roster for Raw and SmackDown, um, when uh, SmackDown made the move to Fox, and seemingly there was no coordination between WB and their broadcast partners about who was going to be on what show. That was still one of the strangest situations, yeah. really is. Though one has to wonder if UFC was at least notified of the move before it was publicly announced. Which, again, kind of seems unlikely, but you never know. You'd at least hope they'd give USA that courtesy. Give them a phone call. Say, by the way, we're making this move. We're going to announce it now. Yeah. I don't So this is the one situation where... So, like, the, the roster split thing... It's that that's absolutely bizarre that there wasn't coordination between you got you got you're working these huge deals. They booked the USA deal first or the re the extension or whatever for five years. And then they like start shopping around SmackDown and they don't explain to Fox. Hey, here's how this is a situation. I mean, I I, what what I would imagine. This is just my guess. And I think it's a fairly logical one 
that Vince just thinks WWE is the WWE. People pay, they tune in to see the show, the the brand. As you've put it before, you've uh, made the analogy to the NFL. People pay for the Shield. However, even in the NFL, the the uh, you know the bigger teams, there are there are more popular teams than other teams. So it's not like people oh, just yes. tune in; they tune in for the teams. Um, in the case of WWE, uh, you know, I would imagine Vince probably understands that. You know, over a long swath of time, the situation is typically fluid anyways. It's not like these brand splits really stick around too long. Um, mm-hmm. So in that situation, I kind of like it is it is bizarre. It, it is bizarre. They wouldn't have said, hey, there's a firm brand split. If one of you if, if you uh, network executives are savvy about our product, you'll be savvy about our roster. Just know this is the situation um, in this case. I what I would figure is Vince probably feels that well yeah Heyman and Pritchard are the executive directors but at the end of the day the buck stops here I'm the final say on creative and so maybe in that case he just didn't feel like you know this is a move that they would have to be notified about plus yeah. it's Vince McMahon and you know how these weirdo rich people work they don't feel like they have to answer to anybody seemingly. Yeah, and that's how Vince has yeah. always been. It's, he doesn't want to cede any measure of control. And I, I that's, that's Vince. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably feels this juncture in his life and his career. He's beholden to nobody. Yeah. Therefore he makes decision for his company and his decision is his decision. And if anybody has a problem with it, Oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, well, why should I have to notify them? This is my business. I mean, I, maybe just, you know, he has been on TV for such a long time that I would think that maybe it's a situation also where he's never had to deal with people checking him. Although there have been various points in time that we've heard of that. Well, you, you know, say like I wanted somebody in the writer's room at one point after they mm-hmm. uh, upset standards of practices. So it's not unheard of for broadcast partners to intervene yeah. to make sure they get the product that they want. Yeah. So. One interesting thing on the because I was while I was out on my uh, jog this morning, my jog, um, I was listening to to, to uh, Meltzer and, and Brian Alvarez uh, on the Wrestling Observer Radio, and uh, he said, and I was kind of shocked by this. I and and this is one of the cases where you can look at the numbers, and I don't think he's correct about this, but uh, he said that the raw that getting Heyman out had nothing to do with the ratings. And that to me was interesting because and I don't know if he was speculating because then he said he said because, you know, the ratings are bad across the board and the ratings on both shows have been sinking in the same, you know, at the same pace, which isn't true because was was when Smackdown moved to Fox, was it always about a half million over raw? Was that the case? I don't remember exactly because they both exactly. they both lost about a half million. Raw was doing about two. Was SmackDown doing two and a half? I thought it was just doing like around two point two, two point four. Oh, I don't recall. I, I can look. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, I know, it's now yeah. now it's hovering between one point nine and two. Yeah, right. So. And then, but Raw has dropped to like about one point one six on the low end, one eight yeah. on the high. Usually, end. it's the 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 third hour that really drags the the number down. The yeah, right, number. right. But like the first hour sometimes will be over two. Um, yeah, usually it's around one eight one nine. Yeah, but uh, but he also mentioned that uh, this past week that Raw beat SmackDown in the eighteen to forty nine demographic, hmm. which uh, apparently is a pretty rare occasion. Um, so I don't know. It was I was just I thought it was interesting that like his main point was, you know, uh, everybody's ratings are down and they understand that. 
Yeah. Uh, but this didn't have anything to do with ratings. I have no idea if that's speculation on his part because the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. ratings across the board has dropped. And it's like, why would you get rid of one guy when you don't get rid of the, the other guy? Um, I, I don't know, but he seems to think that wasn't the case. But it is interesting that USA is like, whoa, hold on a second. Paul Heyman mm-hmm. is a big fan there. Um, so moving on, uh, following. Uh, so there's been like a bunch of lawsuits filed against WWE. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, of More course, than usual, seemingly. Yeah, and as many of you may remember. Um, okay, back- hold on, hold on. Uh, so to answer your question earlier, uh, prior to so the last episode of SmackDown, so right before uh, pandemic, before things started shutting down, SmackDown was getting about two two point five million. Okay, it was okay. So they have dropped okay about the same amount. Because- and then last week was the average of one point nine. Week before that, two point one, two, 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 one point nine. Okay, so it is about a half million viewer drop. Okay, roughly. and that's basically the same. Or is Raw then has Raw then dropped not as much because was Raw getting like two point. 2.2, 2.3 before pandemic? Yeah, probably something like that. Okay, so maybe Raw hasn't dropped as much. All maybe right. as a percentage of, of viewership, the right, drop is right. roughly the same. Yeah. If not actual viewers. It's all bad. And speaking of bad, this is bad for WB. This, oh, uh, great transition. Thank you. So uh, following Crown Jewel 20, I mean, Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. No, Crown Jewel 2019 is the other one that was that was uh, Crown Royal. Super <laughs> showdown. <laughs> They're all Crown Royal, man. Uh, reports surfaced of some sort of incident that went down when the uh, WB superstars were trying to depart from Saudi Arabia. Uh, they were stranded there uh, for a, a bit amidst a rumored dispute between Vince McMahon and the uh, Saudi crown prince. Um, and then, you know, people talking about whether it was uh, some sort of hostage situation, uh, whatever the case may be. There were some tweets from uh, several superstars. Uh, that made it seem like things weren't necessarily going smoothly trying to get out of the country. Yeah, it was uh, uh, like Curtis Axel, uh, Rusev, uh, Brody Andrade, Lee, Rusev, Andrade. Yeah, yeah. And uh, pretty quickly thereafter, WB issued a statement stating that, stating that the talent and staff that were stuck in the country about an extra day uh, uh, was because of a mechanical issue with their charter flight that was supposed to depart. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, Vince uh, got out of the, got out of the country on his own plane mm-hmm. right after the show. Um, there's about 20 or so talents that apparently tried to charter their own plane in an effort to make it to SmackDown mm-hmm. uh, the following night in Buffalo on time. Of course, that didn't happen. They had to rewrite the show, and that's when the uh, NXT invasion began. Mm-hmm. But now, thanks to an amendment to a lawsuit that was filed a few months back by the Firefighters Pension System of the City of Kansas City, Missouri Trust, against the WWE, we may have some new details about the incident, including testimony from a former WWE talent who was on the flight. So Russell Nomics uploaded some of the salient bits from the latest filing. And here's what this former WWE superstar named CW-2 in the documents had to say. I think that means confidential witness number two, because number one, I believe was a former executive at some. It was an employee of uh, the. the I have it here it's later NBC, on. not NBC, NBC, but NBC, M- which is like MBC, the it's yes. like a Middle Eastern, which yeah, broadcasting like, company. Because Meltzer was talking about the, that this morning as well. And that situation was like WWE was far, far overstating. Uh, while trying to broker a deal with the, like one of the major TV stations yeah. out in the Middle East, I get we get that's, we got all that down below. 
below the wrestler. wrestler. Oh, I thought we were just talking about uh, the uh, the wrestler stuff. No, it's all here, man. Oh, okay, well, the, uh, I mean that stuff is kind of boring. It's just, I mean, basically, we'll talk about the wrestler the wrestler stuff here in a second. But like the uh, the the TV deal was just WWE was saying that they had like way more viewers than they actually million. do. A hundred million. million. <laughs> and like they were giving, they were saying like, no, we'll give you six and a half million just to be generous. And then they, they upped that to about 15. Yeah. That was just to make like the deal work. And then WWE, they were asking for like an $80 million license fee. They brought that down to like 50 million. And then uh, the, the, the TV station. The NBC uh, wouldn't go over not go above 14 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, so yeah, the, 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 go, the stalemate they were at. There is that, but that's boring stuff. I'd rather talk about uh, armed guards, Larson. <laughs> All right, so this is this is straight from the filing. I'm not going to read the whole thing because there's a lot here. But Just we'll read, read the armed the, guards thing. Well, I'll get to that. There's a little background here. So this is what it said. A former wrestler for WB who performed for the company as a wrestler from 2012 to 2020, April 2020, who participated in the October 31st, 2019 Crown Royal event. Saudi Arabia confirms the substance of these... The, the 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 plane being held up because of some sort of dispute. Media reports, uh, CW2 explained that following the crown jewel event, he along with other WP personnel were scheduled to leave the stadium. I'm just trying to get through here quick and head to a private airport to take a charter plane to Buffalo, New York for SmackDown. Uh, CW2 stated that while his group was waiting to depart, uh, Defendant McMahon, other WB executives, uh, Ric Flair, Hogan, uh, bore a different flight from the rest of the group and took off appearing to be quote in a hurry <laughs> we gotta get out of dodge Woo! Uh, cw2 recalled that he was initially told the charter flight was was scheduled to leave was on delay because the plane needed to be pulled around and once they boarded they were removed from the airplane after 20 to 30 minutes cw2 explained that he spoke with the stewardess on the flight about the delay and were told that quote it seems someone doesn't want us to leave the country uh, the pilot apparently sounded distressed when talking to the passengers about being unable to take off. Oh, uh, here we go. This is the good part. I'm going to read this go. part because I want to talk ahead. about armed guards. So, uh, CW2. By the way, who is, they said that this person started. I think I saw something that said this person started working for the company in April of 2012. Well, it says 2012 in this. this oh, and they were released in April 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, is this is this Rusev? I mean, there's a couple of potential. I mean, of the people that were re- released in April, there's there's there were several people on this card. Yeah, that were on that flight. Yeah, that uh, was subsequently released in April. Anyways, anyways, read about the armed armed guards. So, uh, uh, confidential wrestler number two recalled that when they were told that it was because of mechanical issues, but he recalled he recalled seeing a ton of guards wearing black militia attire and wearing guns that were blocking their exit and, quote, staring at the wrestlers. Uh, Confidential Wrestler 2 became aware that something was wrong and explained that a number of the other personnel were referring to the event as a hostage situation. Uh, Wrestler 2 explained that he asked the senior director of talent relations, Mark Carano, about what was going on. I like how upfront Carano is here. He told him, the wrestler, that is, that Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and McMahon had gotten into an argument over late payments in connection with the June 7th, 2019 Super Showdown event. Carano also informed the wrestler that McMahon had cut the live feed for the Crown Jewel event, and this had made the Crown Prince very mad. Now, this is basically what we... This is what we reported. This is what was reported at the time. This Mm -hmm. is what Mm -hmm. was said. Mm-hmm. And uh, and WWE, I think in their statement, they said that like these rumors were laughable or something. Yeah, something like that. 
Uh, there's more here. So uh, uh, CW2 confirms that about uh, 10 to 12 wrestlers plus cameramen and agents were put on another flight to try to get to Buffalo. Uh, of course, we now know uh, they didn't make it in time. Um, where's the bit? So here we go. CW2 stated that after he returned, the WB put out a letter that attempted to remove all blame from the company and that, in his opinion, many wrestlers were scared of speaking out due to the limited job opportunities in the industry and WWE's comparatively high salaries. CW2 explained that many spoke on the condition of anonymity to journalists and the WB denounced these stories as conspiracies and laughable. Mm, yeah. Nevertheless, after the event, CW2 said that he and a co-worker went straight to talent relations and said that they would not go back to Saudi Arabia. CW2 noted that other wrestlers tried to do the same, but WB, quote, abused their power and threatened the future trajectory of all their careers if they did not go. Of course, we've heard publicly WB say, hey, you don't want to go to Saudi Arabia? We're not going to make you. Uh, okay, so... We've heard publicly. What do you mean? Well, I mean, we. I don't know if they've ever issued a statement. We've heard no. Melser or several others say that if people don't want to go, they don't have to go. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I, that's I. You you have to sort of I. You can extrapolate that that means if you have the stroke, of course. If that's you've got a super secure yeah. position, you don't have to go. Like certain wrestlers able to say, "I don't." Yeah, no, but I think I think no. I, I think your general point. Like we've heard reports that. Mm-hmm wrestlers obviously have chosen not to go yeah but you can kind of i mean yeah you can kind of understand it just sort of makes sense that if you know uh they want bo dallas to go and perform in uh the 50-man rumble if he says hey i don't want to go i mean it's funny because some of these guys the guys that like the guy like Brody lee for example he wanted out anyways and of course he's going to be the one saying hey we're stuck here right yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It's a sort of situation where I want, like there are people who are sort of hovering in the middle ground where it's like, I'm on TV right now and I've got like at least a lower to mid card spot. Do I want to get down to like, you know, the B team level mm-hmm. with, uh, mm-hmm. uh Hennig and, uh, Bo Dallas, mm-hmm. or do I want to like continue my trajectory perhaps on the up? So, uh, so yeah, no, it, it, it all depends on, on where your placement is obviously. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, yeah. uh, apparently, if CW2 is to be, be believed, uh, lends a ton of credence to the early reports. Oh, yeah. Now, it's not, it's not to say that for sure uh, what was going on was necessarily a, quote, hostage situation. Mm-hmm. But it did seem like uh, tensions were, were fairly high. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, wow, Vince. Yeah. Way to just leave your, your wrestlers essentially stranded in, 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 a, in a country and just leave them there. Gosh. Yeah. That's, uh, I know. I can't remember who said it, but someone, uh, said something along the lines of, well, that's what Vince always does. As soon as the show ends, he's hops on his plane and, and gets out of town and goes to the next city. Mm-hmm. But, uh, if there's already been, uh, issues between himself and the crown prince, he, he pulled the plug on the feet of the show for the first half hour. Tensions were high. You just don't up and leave. When you got about 175 people working for you on a plane waiting to get out, uh, knowing that uh, there's a tense situation going on. You don't do that. You don't do that. Yeah. You I, don't do that. I know, man. I know. He got he got Hogan out of there. <laughs> if nothing else, I've got Hulk. <laughs> Me and him. Yeah, dude. It's uh I mean look, none of this stuff, it's 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 interesting now that it's you know, it's it's in a court document. 
and we'll see how these lawsuits play out. Well, it'll be um, interesting now if if, uh, if any WB employees are subpoenaed, uh, you know, compelled to testify under oath. Well, if you remember, if you remember, there was one particular pretty high up wrestler who downplayed the entire thing. AJ Styles wasn't yep. he on like a mixer stream, and he was yep. like, "Yeah, no, I just know that they said it was a mechanical issue." Yep. I'm pretty sure he would have noticed some armed militia. Uh, not malicious, some armed guards uh, outside the plane. I think everybody would have understood, okay, this is interesting. Unless, I don't know, he's just sitting there on his phone the whole time and he's just following everybody using his periphery. Um, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, and now that he's like upset with Gallows and Anderson, is he going to get back on the mixer stream? Get asked about this? Oh yeah, no, they are holding us hostage. Probably not. Probably not. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a mess. Uh, a what situation. else is a mess? Uh, let's see here. Yeah, you have raw because there's not much of a, 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 a preview for. Oh no, show. no, we got we got the Drake Maverick thing. Oh, sorry, sorry, I, I, I'm sorry. This was interesting just because it's sort of like a final follow up here on the whole Drake Maverick thing. Part of his story was, you know, over here, anyways. Uh, when exactly did Drake Maverick know that he was going to get actually signed by the WWE? Evidently, this is and this is not shocking at all. Uh, he found out. Uh, right before uh, his match, uh, his final match there in NXT for the Cruiserweight Championship finals, uh, a PW Insider uh, said they were told that Maverick was not aware he was going to be offered a new deal until the day his Cruiserweight Championship tournament was filmed at the WWE Performance Center. Uh, that's not shocking at all. It's yet another tactic WWE will use to gain leverage over the wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this guy. Well, he's desperate for a job, so let's uh, keep him. Let's keep him out of the loop until the yeah, period. pretty much. I mean, the whole time he was uh, in this kind of purgatory, mm-hmm. where he was still on WWE, but uh, you know, officially released. Uh, he was doing workout videos with, with EC3. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it seemed like he was preparing to. And uh, you're right. And in between the span of time of him getting released, and even during the cruiserweight final or the cruiserweight tournament, he was trademarking uh, mm-hmm. Spud and I think Rockstar Spud as well. So mm-hmm. he, he was planning on going back to that as a possibility. So, uh, so yeah, it just seems like it was, you know, it was 
like he wasn't in on it. It's not like they really, they, they it's not like his release was a work, you know, mm-hmm. like he actually mm-hmm. was released. They said, Hey, you know, do you still want to participate this or in this? Or, Hey, we still have you under contract. So you're going to participate in this. Um, and then, you know, he went along with it. And then in the end he was, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, I mean, he put in a lot of good work there. So yeah, if that's what he's wanted, if that's what he was happy with and then, then good for him. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, like you said, dude, uh, not much of a raw preview tonight. In fact, as of right now, this is it. That's it. It's one question for raw preview. Why did Seth Rollins invite Rey Mysterio and Dominic to raw? I thought he made that pretty obvious on, uh, I was sleeping last week. I was sleeping when he said, when he invited him. So what, what was the reason? Uh, I mean, I have to go refer to my notes, but it was essentially (laughs) worry about it. It's to further the feud between Seth Rollins exactly. and Rey Mysterio. Set up, a, set up a match at Extreme Rules. <laughs> yeah, sure. there you go. That's what it's for. Yeah. And to have Dominic eventually turn on his father and align himself with, with Seth. Speaking of Raw, yeah, also Meltzer said that the one change that he did know that was made to the backlash uh, yesterday for Raw matches was uh, the Asuka-Nia Jax one. She, Asuka was supposed to go clean, go over clean. Then they just extended it out. I guess they're going to have a rematch at Extreme Rules. But uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, see. It, it'll be interesting. I mean, he seems to think that there's going to be a lot of changes happening immediately on Raw. Hmm. Remains to be seen, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. guess yeah. so. All right, Larson, let's say we answer some questions. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> all right. Sounds real good. Uh, Patrick Sparks, B-Man, all day, man. real superstar. Real awesome superstar. theory. He asks... Who on the WWE and AEW roster should make cameos in movies, and what would be their roles? Oh, wow. All right. Uh, you say WWE and AEW? Yeah. Brody Lee looks like he could play a decent Marvel Cinematic heavy of some sort. Yeah, man. That'd be great. Like some sort of... I don't know who, though. I'm trying to think. Let me go over to... Man, that ba- that Batman movie has like a killer cast. Paul Dano's playing the Riddler in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Um, I think they should. Uh, he should be fired. Matt Riddle is Riddler. There you go. Perfect. Because it's in his name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Matt Riddler. Matt Riddler. Bro. Bro. Uh, any other answers? Uh, Diehard Homer says make Braun up as Killer Croc. That's good. That's good. No, All I don't right. know. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other. Uh, uh, the Bob Villains as like some old timey guys in Back to the Future Four. All right, they go All to right. the 1930s. They listen to some uh, Oren Tucker. There you go. <laughs> Juan Guerrero Jr. Mr. Tri- Triple Mania uh, with a garbage monster making appearance last night at Backlash. What other mythical creatures we'd like to see make appearances during matches and during which specific matches in history? So the garbage monster uh, ended up just being like apparently like a huge alligator of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that said, a tentacle monster has not made an appearance yet. I vote for tentacle monster it's good. Uh, of some sort. Like uh, get Tom feel- Savini on the job, so it's really there messed up. It's like half man, half tentacle monster. That's good. That's Rehire good. That's good. EC3 and be like, hey, you'll be the tentacle monster. You'll be you'll EC8. Be tentacle monster. Yes, there you go. I still feel like there is a massive missed opportunity. They have not had Randall Orton ride in on a giant snake yeah, that's good for one of his bouts and there's yeah. uh, at least a couple uh, giant snakes i can think of in various mythologies give me giant snake uh with randy orton on top running it down to the ring 
Roman Reigns could be Big Dog Man. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. This is Dog Man, but it's Big Dog Man. Patrick Sparks, B Man, also Patrick Sparks, Austin Theory says, if Monday was a wrestler, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a bummer wrestler, dude? Brett, it'd be Bret Hart. Takes itself too seriously because it's thinking that oh Monday, you know. Monday, you have to get down down to business. You know, enough screwing you around. Go back to work. Have to get back to work. So it takes itself too seriously. It's also yeah. kind of a bummer. You know, Hulk Hogan showed up, and you know, he he looked like re- really different. You know, and I saw him yeah, talking yeah, to Vince. Yeah. So Vince pulled me in, and he was like, "Hey, Monday wants to go over." Yeah, it'd be uh, relatively mirthless. Yes. <laughs> Anthony says, "Hola, friendos, Larson. If you could assemble a band of legendary musicians to support your musical ventures, who would you pick and why?" Steve, if you could collaborate with any legends of the comic industry to create Steve here comics, who makes up the dream team? Oh, that's the same man. If 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 I had unlimited money, uh huh. Oh man, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be just making the bomb ass comics using just the but best. Who would creators. be your dream team? Oh, dude, cover artist Neil Adams. Bang. Interior artwork, Rob Liefeld. Bang! Pinup no section in the back, Jim Lee. <laughs> I relegate Jim Lee to pinups. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I'd have... Ooh, that's tough. All right, without thinking about it a ton, I would... Pro- Gosh, man. I'm stuck on drummer, because there's a lot of really good drummers. Oh, man, Keith Moon. That's what I thought. That's the first name popped in my head. Yeah, dude. All right, Keith Moon. Fine, Keith Moon it is. Uh, he would be on drums. I'd actually have Paul McCartney on bass. Oh wow, um, interesting. Because man, singing those the, singing those complex melodies and the Beatles songs and playing bass counterpoint to that that takes some real skill, man. He's a really good bass player. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anybody too flashy. Like Geddy Lee is like technically probably better. Yeah, it's too much. What about too the much. dude from Primus? Too much. Too much, really. Interesting. Too much. For the music, I, in my mind, too much. You ever hear the bass line on uh, Hey Bulldog? It's a killer yeah. bass line. Like, I'm, I don't usually pay too close attention to me. A good bass line sort of just mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't, like, present itself too much. Yeah. But, like, in that, there's, like, a really, I'm like, oh, wow. I, I actually, the bass line adds a lot to it. Not, or fairly often, uh, whatever the, the melody of the song is. For like McCartney will play something that's like the opposite of it, mm, and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, uh, as far as on guitar, give me uh, Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Johnny Greenwood. Oh wow, that's good stuff. Give me those two gentlemen. That's good stuff. Uh, here we go. Uh, Blake Elizondo, the current PLD champion, says if you got super VIP badges. For a 100% virus-free WrestleMania, Wrestle Kingdom All Out, and Triple Mania that allowed you to watch the show from anywhere, where would you watch each show? Oh, anywhere in the venue, I'd assume? Okay. It To gotcha. me, it's always front row. Front row is just the See, best. I'd want, yeah. Front row, Wrestle Kingdom for sure. All Out, front row. Triple Mania, front row. So WrestleMania for me, it's either front row or put me up on the the fancy luxury boxes. Oh, for me, it's front row for sure. The only then one I that might be and get all the comforts of home in the luxury box. The only one that might be the comfort of a luxury box. The only one might be Wrestle Kingdom, and I'll tell you why. I would feel so out of place. You know me; I'm not the most subtle person on the planet. 
I like to, you and I both, especially when you and I go to wrestling shows, we like to get into it, right? Yeah. The Japanese crowd tends to be quite a bit more reserved until things get really hot, right? They, that mm-hmm. crowd, you got to earn that crowd. Mm-hmm. Not me. You don't have to earn me. I'm cheap. I'm super cheap. I am easy mm-hmm. as can be, man. Mm-hmm. I am affordable. You All you got to do, I just want to see you come out. Just yeah. walk out, and I start marking out huge. Do right? a couple flips. Steve will mark out, yeah. Bang. I don't even do that, you know? So I mark out for pretty much anything, and so I would feel, like, self-conscious a little bit if I'm standing there. I mean, look, as great as Front Row would be for Wrestle Kingdom, maybe luxury suite for me so that All I can right. mark out with whatever I want to do. All right. Very well. Uh, another one from Blake. What superstars do you want to see release the Snyder cut of a match or feud they could have had free of executive meddling? Macho Man versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jake Roberts versus Hulk Hogan. There you go. Yeah. That's good. Lord Ziffer, what is next for Sheamus? He said he wants the Intercontinental title to become an ultimate Grand Slam champion. Do you think he feuds with AJ now? No, because they're both heels. Uh, that answer is correct. Um, next for Seamus, who's a workhorse on? I hope that I, I hope that he like, you know, a guy like Chad Gable, you know, like, dude, you've got that title on AJ, right? The other <laughs> option was Daniel Bryan. They are workhorses. They are amazing wrestlers. Maybe the fact that they put it on these guys and not a Seamus. Yeah. means that they're going to go aim for just killer. You can't go wrong, man. You can't go wrong. You got no crowds. You got nothing else. Give us killer wrestling matches. Yes, across the board. Greatest match ever every night. That's what I'm talking about. Give him Gable. Give him Mustafa Ali, you know? Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, Newbin Company. Will we see a match between Asuka and Charlotte Flair in the near future? Yes, SummerSlam. Yeah, it seems to be the case. Without a doubt. Oh, this uh, is a good one. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Caraballo says power rank. So for those who you don't know, uh, wrestle votes, the Twitter account uh, was hinting at something big happening on raw tonight. Said a lot of you will be very happy. I think that's what they said. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. just paraphrasing right now. I'll go ahead and get the actual tweet up. Uh, Russell yeah, vote says, about, uh, I really, do, I got it. I really don't want to spoil the news for everyone. So I'm not. However, I got a phone call earlier. Somebody who's on the line. Hey, Russell Votes. Here's some info. Anonymous tip. Napier's cleaning out Axis Chemical. Axis Chemical. Now, they said that Raw will feature something unexpected, which I think everyone will like. And they said sometimes scars never heal. They actually said scares, but I think they mean scars. Yeah, of course. Scars never heal is the name of somebody's theme song. Whose theme song is that? Want me to tell you? It could potentially be a a massive spoiler. Actually, really not. If you kind of connect the dots, it makes all the sense in the world. Hold on a second. Uh, Who's that? Oh. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But okay, but like, uh, take that out of the equation. Power rank what Russell Vote was hinting at with their tweet today. Um, uh, Randy rolls up to the performance center feeling awesome. He's had the greatest match ever. He thinks he's the greatest wrestler ever. He goes out. He gets himself that giant uh, mythological snake. He rides at the performance center in through the door. 
that'd make this guy incredibly happy. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to say um, Edge got emergency surgery on his triceps uh, last night. And he comes, but he's there like, hey, you're going to be out four to six months. He's like, Mm-mm, now he comes back. And he's like, he like tries to do something and his arm falls off. And they're like, yeah, sometimes scars never heal. <laughs> he's like, my arm just fell off. It's because you just had surgery last night. It hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> um. I've got my grid is gone. Uh, Greg Morris powering. You know, that's, yeah, that's a, it's not real. I mean, it's not really like holding back Russell votes yeah no that's a pretty huge hit but I guess the 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 involvement if it is that individual that's somewhat up in the air yeah well it can only be I don't know it can be like one thing I know do you want to do that for uh 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 SCFC TV yeah maybe we'll do that maybe we'll do that all right all right we'll see uh, uh, Greg Morris this is a great question. This is a real question mm-hmm. here from the real Greg Morris. That's his new name, the real Greg Morris. Power rank the top five wrestlers to lose their push on Raw with Heyman gone. This is a sad question, but a very pertinent one. Uh, Umberto Carrillo. He wasn't exactly getting a push. He was on TV <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> that wasn't even a push, but you're right. He's going from seen every once in a while. To not to, see uh, at rarely all. ever. Carrillo. Ouch. All right. Carrillo. Uh, next. Uh, uh. So Heyman or uh, Meltzer seemed to think that the three people who are totally safe and have nothing to worry about is Drew, Charlotte, and Randy Orton. Those are all very safe names, except for, I mean, I don't know about Drew. Yeah. I don't know about Drew. What if they give Orton that title? But wait, is Orton on? Yeah, Orton's on Raw. Yeah, Orton's on Raw. Uh, I mean, what are they, if, dude? If they if they give Orton back the punt as like an actual thing again, yeah, man, then he's unstoppable. Yeah, pretty much. He's unstoppable. Uh, here's another name for you, Liv Morgan. She was in the midst of. I mean, it wasn't necessarily a a a a, a, a focused yeah push yeah. yeah, but she was getting TV time. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if if that's going to continue uh, with uh, Bruce Pritchard at the helm. Don't I don't know. think we're going to see Austin Theory or Buddy anytime soon. I understand that they are merely uh, dressing for Seth Rollins. They're not even going to be that anymore. Wow, they're going to be gone. Sadly, guess who is going to go back into his bedroom? Alistair, Alistair Black. I think that's probably number one. I'm going back. Oh, you can't even see that. Um, yeah, Alistair Black, number one. Ricochet has not been seen beyond yeah, he has main not event. Been on Raw for the longest time. So yeah, there you go. Those are the names. Those, those are good names. Uh, Umberto, good names. Liv Morgan. I mean, it's possible that we're gonna. It's gonna be also with um. Uh, the two dudes. Uh, what are they? Uh. Angel Garza. Oh, and Andrade? And a, no, Andrade will be fine. He'll be fine. I think Vince really likes Andrade. I'm actually still kind of surprised he didn't win that U.S. title back. Um, Hopefully, you know, I mean, what, one thing we can totally hope is that the fact that Andrade didn't just immediately win that title back last night, that means that Apollo's safe. Yes. 
hope that's the case. Hope so. I hope so. Uh, Macho Madness, if you guys were to host a shoot interview with anyone from WCW, Power Rank top five guests. Well, he's got the gift right there for number one. Number one. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, number one. Yeah. Raven. Give me Raven. Wow. Wow. That's a good one. I feel like we would have that would be easy for us because we're not really good at interviewing. Mm -hmm. And I think he just talks a lot. Oh, Stevie Ray. Oh, wow. What a great one. Stevie Ray is a great storyteller. Stevie Ray is awesome. Wow. That's good. That's really good. I'd say his brother too, Booker T. Yeah. And Scott Norton. I think that'd be fascinating. Did you see any? I saw a clip of him and Sean Ross Sapp. Yeah. Uh, he, he interviewed him at one of the mm-hmm. conventions. And yeah, he looked like a really good interview. He just seemed like the nicest guy. Oh, no. No, I got number one answer. Steve McMichael. Oh, gosh. Yeah, sorry. Who was this? Hugh Along Heavy just re- reminded me of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh. What were you, so how much training did you get? And what did it consist of? Need less. <laughs> training? <laughs> he would. I would say this. I'll say this, dude. I guarantee you he'd win you over. Oh, I'm sure he's charming as all get out. I'm sure he is. You would become the biggest Mongo fan. That happens, you know. It, I know it. I'm not. I'm. I'm perfectly susceptible to this. If somebody charms me, and I'm, again, I'm easy. I'll be their biggest fan. Yeah, I'll be their biggest fan. Yep. If I if I had an interview with New Jack, at the at the end of it, I'd be like, oh come on, he was totally a safe worker. <laughs> he's misunderstood. <laughs> who were those people? Who was Hunter Red to talk to him that way? <laughs> he deserved to get stabbed nine times. Oh, Lordy B. Are there any questions here in Twitch chat that we can, uh, yeah. can take on? Because I'm, I'm out of Twitter questions. Same. I feel like everybody's hung over from the greatest match ever, man. It seems like it. <laughs> I didn't get a whole lot of questions today. People like we don't read, we don't listen to mailbag anyways. Not a whole lot of notifications. Thank you, Rage, for the the sub. Thank you very much. So would you uh, would you be down with a sit interview? Think we get a sit interview? Yeah, that'd be fun. What would you ask him realistically? If he crapped his pants for WrestleMania thirteen. Realistically, you would not. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's why I said realistically. Sid, shoot interview. Poop in his uh, pants. Yeah, see if that interview poop. exists. Maybe Ashley asked him about crap in his pants. Because that's what Let's I want to know. Here. Oh my god, dude! Oh wow, there is a video of Sid Vicious being interviewed by Stevie Ray. <laughs> On the internet. Whoa. That's amazing. amazing. I want to see that. Let's see here. Uh, Sid crapping his pants. Did Sid, there's a lot of people saying, did Sid crap his pants here? There's on the SE scoops. Yeah. Uh, Poop. I have to, now I have to, I have to search for poop. All right. Diehard Homer says, I know you hate recast questions, but replace one actor with Vince McMahon. 
uh, movie. Replace one actor with Vince McMahon. Oh, uh, it'd be Bobcat Goldthwait. In Police Academy? Oh, replace one actor with Vince. I thought I was replacing Vince with an actor. Oh, that's still the same thing. Imagine the Vince trying to do the Bobcat <laughs> thing in Police Academy. It's good. I'd replace Ryan Gosling in Drive with <laughs> Vince McMahon. Gosh. <laughs> Uh, uh, you, you go ahead. You know what? Hey, you know what a good answer is actually uh, Biff Tannen, Thomas yeah, that'd Wilson. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be fun. Uh, one of a three interview a wrestler just to ask about people crapping in the ring. That'd be fun. Wait, what's that? Uh, interviewing a wrestler just to ask about people crapping in the ring. Yeah. So, so like, if we interviewed the Undertaker, I'd ask him, "Hey, did Sid crap his pants at WrestleMania 13?" So, according to this SE Scoops uh, QA, they asked about somebody asked about Sid pooping his pants. So yeah. this person in SE Scoops, I don't know who this is. Is there a name related to this? Said it's uh, pure folklore. It's never been confirmed. People have said that Taker himself has confirmed this, but I've yet to see evidence of such an admission. Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, so apparently unconfirmed. I wonder if it's in his full shoot interview. Maybe Hannibal TV yeah, maybe. asked him, you ever, maybe. did you actually crap your pants? Uh, Electric Funk, if you two were in a hardcore match and could choose one weapon to your liking, what would it, what would they be? Wow, one weapon. Uh, it's either the baseball bat or the sledgehammer. Probably the baseball bat. Sledgehammer, I, think, I feel like there's a possibility that can go really bad for you also, yeah. for like the person. I kind of feel like I just go with the chair. It seems like a boring answer, but it's the most versatile weapon. You can you can sit it down and put somebody into it. You could like do a backbreaker over the back of the chair. Exactly, it's the most versatile weapon. Yeah, that's a good one. And I never feel like I'd, I'd I'd kill somebody hitting him with a chair with a baseball bat. I probably would. Oh yeah. Legit, uh, d- uh, Jimmy Thomas. Legit, Jimmy Thomas. Would you? Who would you push in NXT UK when it comes back? All right, man. They're saying Walter. Larson. From what we understand, you have not watched UK in like a year. Yeah, uh, we're coming back though, and you've got the book, Walter. He's already our champion. We want somebody to take the title off him within three months. No, no one takes the title off him ever. <laughs> Walter, good, good. I, Walter, I would push Walter. Ridge Holland as uh, a serial killer. All right, and then have him join forces eventually with Dexter Loomis, and it'd be like Jack the Ripper and Ted Bundy teamed up together. All right. Uh, Joe Wars, you guys going to follow the new Japan Cup? Heck yeah, man. I'm going to check gonna out try, yeah. Together Project uh, later on today. I've watched uh, I watched the intro just to see what the matches are. Yeah. Did you watch the latest episode of Last Ride? No, I got to do that too. Mm-hmm. I got to watch that as well. Mm-hmm. Same. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, dang MQ, would you interview Johnny Swinger? Would you ask him about his current stint on Impact? I don't know enough about Johnny Swinger to interview the guy. I wonder, is Dang MQ, is he actually Johnny? Didn't Johnny Swinger like follow us on Twitter or something? Did he? I want to say he did recently. I wonder hmm. if Dang MQ is secretly Johnny Swinger. That'd be something. <laughs> that would be something. That'd be interesting. That would be something, man. Come on. Swinger. Uh, 
Maybe it was somebody else. I don't even see him on Twitter. Some other ECW original followed me recently. Oh, yeah? God damn it. I forget who it is. Oh, oh, no. It was um one of the FBI guys. Uh, uh, big, uh, was it Vito? Oh, yeah. Maybe it was Vito. Vito. Danny DeVito. It was not Danny DeVito, sadly. That makes me sad. Bummer, man. <laughs> That's a bummer. <laughs> I don't know. Some old, some ECW original called me. Uh, oh, is it right here? Hold on. Maybe it's not. Like okay, how it's me. Question time is is just become uh, <laughs> what wrestlers are following us on Twitter. Uh, big veto. Here we go. Okay, so he follows us on uh, the the Going in Raw account. Going in Raw. All right. Yeah, but it's not Johnny Swinger. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay, so yeah, Tato for real. I'll allow this. Says, uh, I'm surprised you guys are streaming. Twitch is all fucked up right now. Wow. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Dang MQ says, I don't have Twitter. It's a bit of a cesspool. I like his character work on Impact, though. Yeah, they have him with Chris Bay. They have him, like, sort of managing Chris Bay right now. Oh. Yeah. It's funny stuff. And I got to check I got to check out Impact more. When is Slammiversary? July. Do you see the weird rumor that, like, uh, Vince Russo is secretly booking Impact? And like it's been denied up and down. It's one of those weird rovert things. Yeah, I saw that. Anyways, uh, all right, everybody, flexing. Yeah, flexing the follows. Mm, I've got. I'm. We're we're not impressive when it comes to people following nah. us. We don't offer anything of substance to anybody. No. no. <laughs> so why would no. they follow us? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.